0: allow anything but propane campfires here but that doesn't mean i'm not tony
1: that's right and i'm peggy
0: and we're two rv industry veterans who travel part-time
1: in a small trailer
0: looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips tricks and discounts
1: and we are on our way to quartzite and so we just wanted to remind you that we have an article that we wrote about how to survive attending an RV show yes and we will put a link to that in our show notes also there is a calendar if you aren't aware there's a calendar of RV shows on our website and if you know of any events that aren't on there please 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 reach out and let us know I want it to be as complete as possible and a lot of those pages in the calendar items also have a link to the article so that if you're looking to attend a specific event, then you might easily link to our tips for making the best of an RV show.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of things we have on that article that can help you to just have a better experience at an RV show. There are definitely cases where you can save money by buying at an RV show, but you can also get hoodwinked. Now there's a word. So uh, check out that article if you're planning to attend an RV show and have fun. Hey, wait a minute. We're going to be attending an RV show.
1: We are going to be attending an RV show. And you know who we're going to be attending it with?
0: Our friends at ABC Upfitters.
1: That's correct. Along
0: with another 100,000 well, <laughs> close personal friends.
1: Close personal friends and hundreds of vendors and yeah. all kinds of fun stuff. But we are going to share a booth with ABC Upfitters so that we can help show off real live in-person action of (laughs) the MasterVolt system that ABC Upfitters provided to Rockwood for our mini light.
0: Yeah, and so if you want to see this system in person, and actually we are going to be off-grid, so we will be fully utilizing this system, including powering the stage. It's a great place to come out and ABC Upfitters put our system in the front pass-through behind a plexiglass wall. So you can actually see it you can yeah. watch the electrons moving around what okay maybe not
1: only <laughs> well, if you have those special glasses yeah. but you have to bring your own we do not provide those
0: <laughs> <laughs> well mike sokol will be there too he'll
1: probably be able to see them
0: yeah he'll be able to count them but he will be able to explain how and why it all works as as will they, they sure abc outfitters does a great job and if you're looking to upgrade your solar or even start from scratch, or, you know, any stage, and you actually like things that are reliable and work, they are good people to see. And so we will have links in the show notes to ABC Upfitters. Come by and see us and actually talk to them, and and come and see us, too. Yeah. We love these big events. We got to meet some of you at the FMCA rally that we attended last week, and it was a real pleasure meeting people in person i i just dig it
1: absolutely that is one of the great things about attending these rallies and conventions and rv shows is just getting to hang out and meet people and every once in a while even just be recognized on the street that's (laughs) kind of darn cool
0: (laughs) yeah well few and far between and i think sometimes the times when people recognize me it's from my pictures on the wall of the post office (laughs) who knows
1: well honestly actually the times that we get recognized are often when tony laughs or (laughs) (laughs) or makes a comment or asks a question in a seminar and then everybody turns and looks and comes to us afterwards and says hey i know that voice yeah
0: it's kind of funny well we have been promising to share with you what our feelings and opinions and experience has been with this 2023 Rockwood Mini Light 2205S. And that's what we're going to talk about this week.
1: Right. We've been saying it for several weeks. Like, we'll let you know, we'll let you know. And here we are to let you know. We've been camping in it now for a little over a week. Yeah. And we have some great experiences to share with you. We have a couple of... Things that we're going to tell you that we can see changes could be made.
0: First of all, one of the surprises, I'm going a little off script here, but some of the surprises to me were the number of details and changes between the 2022 that we had and this 2023. So one model year different. Clearly Rockwood has been listening. If we haven't shared this with you in the past, we're here to tell you we Started a little Facebook group when we bought our first mini light, <laughs> and there's over ten thousand people in it right. now. They are, of course, always looking for questions and and seeking out ans. Well, they're seeking out answers. They have questions, <laughs> but also there's tips and suggestions and such. So Rockwood and their decision makers are in that group, looking at what the experience is and a lot of the things that people had suggested, including us, they did. Right. So I was really surprised. I mean, you've got to think over the past couple of years, Rockwood has been making every RV they can and selling every RV they make. Mm-hmm. Even so, you would think they'd be able to just sit back and go, "Ah, eh, we can sell every one we make," which is true. Right. Uh, no, they they were like, "No, we're going to make them even better than we had, even just last year." So that right. that really speaks to the attention and the quality of these rigs. I really like them. So the first thing we have been camping for the past 10 days
1: now? About that, yeah.
0: Completely off the grid with one night exception and two if you count tonight. But (laughs) the point of that is we have really been able to test the power package that we have. And what that power package is, is a 400 amp hour lithium battery, a thousand watts of Go Power panels on the roof, a 3,000-watt inverter, and I believe a 60-amp charge controller. And essentially, you know, it's January. And so even though we've been in New Mexico and Arizona and now California, the weather's been gray and overcast and kind of bleh, right? It's exactly the weather that when I say we no longer own a generator, the first thing people say is, well, what are you going to do when it's cloudy? Right. Well, (laughs) what we've done is just enjoyed camping. I mean, it is. there are days where we drop below 50% reserve power on the lithium battery overnight, especially when it's cold and we're running the heater and the fridge Mm -hmm. and, you know, all those things that are higher demand. And yet by the end of the day, we're always up to, again, 70 to 90%. So even on cloudy, rainy kind of miserable days. We're still good.
1: Absolutely. So, you know, maybe when it gets down to 40, you know, we're we're fine. <laughs> we're actually still fine, but maybe we don't leave all the lights on like we actually have on right now. <laughs> right.
0: Right. I mean, yeah, you sort of conserve a little more when you know that you're not getting the full sun, but everything has just really performed well. So, for those of you who kind of are saying, well, what do you do when it's cloudy? Well, we just keep camping. That's right. You know, this time of year, you're not running the air conditioner. Right. But in summer, when you are, you have got all the sun you could ever want.
1: Right. If you're running the air conditioner, it's because it's sunny and hot. And if it's sunny, you've got all the power. So. Yeah.
0: So the first thing I'd like to share is this power package, I think, performs even better than the previous one. And that makes sense because that one had 720 watts of solar and this one has a thousand. So yeah. it's a big upgrade and we've been loving it. And it's just been bulletproof. We have been very pleased with it. Mm-hmm. They've also repackaged it. The 2205 has a drop frame in the front. Yes. And our last... Mini Light was a pre-production model. And so they were working out the details of where they wanted to put all these big pieces. Well, they've done a super job such that they put a plexiglass cover over it on ours. Right. I believe they should do that on all of them because it's a beautiful system.
1: Yeah. You want to show it off. And I don't think that it's necessary anymore. When we, earlier in 2022, when we were ready to buy, that was kind of a criteria. They insisted that we have something with a drop frame. But I know that our friend Bill had his in a nineteen not nineteen oh five, a twenty one oh nine, I think it is. Anyway, it's not a drop frame. And <laughs> he got his system put in there and you know, in the in the pass through and it fits just fine. So I don't think that drop frame is crucial anymore. But it sure does make the pass through still really big.
0: Yeah, I mean it's they've repackaged it and they really take advantage of the space now. And we we have filled the front pass-through pretty full, partially because of all the quartzite stuff.
1: Right. I mean, we've got some things that we wouldn't normally carry and we won't probably have when we leave quartzite.
0: Yeah, you don't really need a PA system on a normal day when you're camping.
1: Right. I mean, but we're going to have that the whole time. But we've got some things to give away. So if you are in quartzite,
0: Yeah, we. And you want
1: to stop by? You might want to make sure you stop by and see what we might be auctioning off at the. Not auctioning (laughs) off. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Giving away. I'm kidding.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, they've they've really done a good job of repackaging this system, and that goes to our next point: the build quality. Yeah. And and I uh, hang on. Let me go get my soapbox. (laughs) We read a lot of posts in social media where people say, "Oh." these COVID campers are all junk. And I hear that and see that a lot. Yes. And I will tell you that the way big companies like Thor and Forest River and Winnebago operate, but especially Thor and Forest River, they encourage the various divisions to be as autonomous as they can be. So the way a Rockwood or Flagstaff are built might be very different than some other Forest River brands. Rockwood and Flagstaff are a more premium brand. And as such, the material that are used and the processes and the choice of components is reflective of that status. Mm-hmm. And so our previous Mini Light, the one that was built as a 2022 model we saw no quality issues with that at all. It was right. no leaks, no misaligned panels. You know all of the things people say. All oh, these COVID campers, and this one too. It's a twenty twenty three, and again, the build quality is outstanding. And we've been to the Rockwood factory multiple times. In fact, we just did a video on the Geo Pro, which are the smaller trailers. Uh, how those are built. And they just do a lot of things that are better. And and a lot of the components that they choose are better quality. So to lump all Forest River and even all Thor products into one big package and to say that, you know, the COVID campers, blah, blah. Yeah, to lump all
1: 2022s into one package is also not accurate.
0: Correct. I think rockwood did not scale up production like some companies did they did not lay off people recently they Mm -hmm. they keep the same employees and have been building trailers or rvs since 1974 i think they do a good job and that's why we picked our first one and why we had our second one and now our third one and so if you're looking for a new Towable RV, don't assume all of Forest River or all of Thor, again, are all the same. Yeah. Now, let me put this soapbox
1: away. It's a good thing Rockwood made that soapbox so that it's strong enough for every time that you drag it out to step on it. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. (laughs) So build quality is one of the things we like about this. And part of that, for example, the walls of these trailers are all laminated, but they're vacuum laminated, which is a more expensive process that results in a better result and they use Asdel both on the inside and the outside and the advantage of that is it's a man-made material it's essentially recycled pop bottles right (laughs) it's a waterproof material that's part of how these are built and it's also got a better sound deadening quality so again build quality is something we like about this trailer so that's one of our first the next thing, speaking of choosing better stuff, hmm. torsion axle suspension. In shopping for a new bike carrier for the back of our trailer, yeah, a lot of the bike carriers say, do not put them on the back of a travel trailer. And I checked with Kurt on their recommendation. When I told him we had a torsion axle suspension, they're like, ah, go ahead.
1: You'll be fine. Yeah. So
0: <laughs> a lot of travel trailers use low budget leaf spring suspension and the torsion axle is just a smoother ride and what that gets you is I mean come on we've all been on the roads that we all <laughs> go on and they're a little
1: sketchy in That's some right. places. And it has nothing to do with any one given state. You know, everybody everybody from their own state says, Oh, these roads in blah blah state. Mm mm guys we've been back and forth across country enough to know now. It's all the stink. Yeah, the roads stink. (laughs) And
0: so the smoother your RV rides, the less it gets jarred and shaken up. So I like the torsion axle suspension.
1: For sure. So let's go inside because there's some good stuff to talk about in here too. One being the vent fans. Now we did get a second vent fan over the bed, which is optional. Sometimes they just come with a vent But we opted for Max Air fans over the bed as well as in the bathroom.
0: A lot of trailers come with those four-inch vent fans, which all they do is make noise. Mm -hmm. And Rockwoods come with one in the bathroom, standard. And then you can choose the second one over the bed, which we did.
1: Right. And speaking of larger, (laughs) Rockwood always uses the big oven. And if you've listened to us for more than seven minutes ever you know how much <laughs> it's important to us not to have that dinky little 16-inch oven. We've got the full 22-inch oven that actually holds a casserole dish, which is going in as soon as we're done recording Yeah. Our dinner in it. <laughs> yeah, we've actually,
0: and Peggy was surprised at how quickly it heats up.
1: Yes, I think that, I'm positive that this oven heats faster than our oven at home.
0: Oh, yeah, without a doubt.
1: I mean, I know it's smaller, but you would think that the house one would be more efficient somehow but i don't think so i think it's because you know this is a small oven and it's a gas fire so i turn around and bam it's 350 and ready to go
0: (laughs) (laughs) and speaking of that another thing that we've noticed is that they've reconfigured the kitchen in this
1: right in the 2022 (laughs) 2205s when you walk in the door, the door's near the back, you walk in the door and just immediately to your right is the kitchen. It was sink, stove, countertop. And now for 2023, it is now sink, countertop, stove. So that countertop is between the two. So that gives a great workspace. Plus there's a little flip up extension on the other side of the stove. And there are three good size and two giant size drawers in this kitchen and in the 1905, we had two drawers in the whole entire trailer.
0: Yeah, we feel like we've won <laughs> the drawer lottery here. Right,
1: so we have five in the kitchen, three under the bed, and one as my nightstand drawer. So, oh yeah, that's right, I forgot you have that. Yeah, so we have a lot more drawer space now than we used to have. Plus, plus the
0: under the bed.
1: Plus under the bed, plus the two pantries. So, you know, when we were just about ready about a year ago we had decided that we needed to upsize just a bit and then you know we had that first accident (laughs) (laughs) and we had to upsize from our old 1905 we yeah won the lottery on storage we really and i feel like i did a really good job packing for this trip and cupboards all have things in them but none of them are crammed
0: Yeah, that's Peggy's superpower. She is amazing at getting, like, packaging and putting stuff in cabinets and and organ... She did our house in New Mexico. She did the trailer. She's really good at it. (laughs) You should sell your packaging service or whatever. There you go, Uh, yeah. And speaking of the larger countertop, they did put a pop-up power station and has two household outlets and a usb 2.0 and then a usb c in it right and then on top is an induction charger for your phone or whatever
1: so what i would like is uh maybe a lesson in how to get that thing to lift (laughs) properly because i have already broken it Yep. about the second time i lifted it up the induction top just popped off (laughs) Because there's not any other way to grab hold of it. So it's not right anymore. It doesn't lay flush, but it is what it is. Yeah,
0: it still works. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one of the things we've noticed that they reconfigured was the kitchen to make it more usable. But there's also a specific Peggy change when we're talking cabinets.
1: Oh, yeah. So I had when we were in, in Indiana in 2021 with our old 1905 mini light. I was looking at actually this floor plan, the 2205, and I pointed out that in the slide, the cabinet that's over either your theater seats or your dinette or whatever you happen to have in your slide out, there's a cabinet. And there was a big gap between the doors of the cabinet. There were like three doors and two big dead spaces. And I said, you know, from a camping point of view, I would like if I could actually see more of what's in that cabinet and not have things hiding behind wall and now there are three big doors in that cabinet and there's hardly any dead space at all yeah
0: it's really good and they're they've got little glass panels in them
1: yeah they're very nice and that is also true in the cabinets over the sink they had a bigger dead space before and they have increased the size of the doors a bit so that they are easier to see what's in there
0: i think the cabinet under the Bathroom sink too has a bigger door.
1: It might have a bigger door. I know that they also moved where the water pump is. So, you know, there's always that false wall under the bathroom sink and in front of the water heater. And that false wall, I took it out of the last trailer in 2022 because it only gave me like three inches of space in front of the water heater. I mean, I'm sorry, in front of the water pump. And I was very careful not to stack things on the water pump or have things that would fall on there, but I needed that little bit more space. Well, now there's like a good, maybe six inches in front of the water pump. The pump is back farther and the, it's just more elegantly plumbed. I think those wires and tubes aren't like everywhere under the cabinet. They're very nicely tucked in there. And so... That is also a little extra storage space. Well,
0: but don't forget, it used to be Rockwood had for years included an inline water filter, Mm -hmm. you know, as part of their plumbing system. So whether you used outside water or the holding tanks, it ran through a filter. And I had mentioned that Facebook group. It turns out very, very few people ever actually use the filter. They have the filter housing and never bother to put the filter in, including us. We never use that. Correct. And so they just stop putting them in, which works for me. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of why the space under the bathroom sink is bigger. Uh, There's not a filter there anymore. That's a good
1: point. Right.
0: And I applaud that. We use our Clear 2.0 water filter, but Rockwood does include... inline water filter with the trailers
1: that you can put on the hose on the outside correct right not something inside under a sink
0: correct right and i think that's an easier thing to swap and i prefer it Mm -hmm. these trailers also come with the blackout shades as they call them they're a thick you remember when you'd go to your grandma's house when you were a kid (laughs) and she had those shades like you'd pull them down and you'd let them go, and they'd, they'd spring up.
1: <laughs> Anthony, what are you doing You're playing with my shades? Do you remember that? Do you remember your grandmother yelling at Anthony for playing with her shades? Yes, that was me. <laughs> I would
0: always get in trouble because I thought it was hilarious. Flap, 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 Well, anyway, now they have a much nicer blackout shades, which are like old roller shades, but when you pull them, they kind of ease up. And they do block the light. And the previous trailer had a like a folding cloth shade over the front windshield, which really didn't block out a lot of the light.
1: That like honeycomb type, yeah, stuff. the honeycomb type yeah. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: This new trailer has one of those blackout shades on the windshield as well. And they've put magnets at the bottom of the shade to kind of keep it up against the windshield. We're still not fans of windshields and travel trailers. Nope. But this is a better solution, and it works. The blackout shade works much better than the honeycomb shade in the previous one.:
1: Right. Oh, and then there's also this, but a little bit noise.:
0: <laughs>
1: So there are more lights in the ceiling now than there were even last year and when we first you know when we picked up the trailer of course all the lights worked and we would turn on the interior lights and it would be like yeah it's like shooting a movie bright in here so bright in here so the beauty of this is if you want it to be so bright in here you can turn on all these lights I'm trying to count there's one two three four five six in the main interior light there's three over the bed There's one in the slide-out and, of course, one in the bathroom and one over the sink. So there's all kinds of options (laughs) for, oh, and then the one over the stove vent. Lots of options for light. We actually have about half of them turned off even when we have the interior lights on because, man, it's just not necessary to be that bright in here right But the,
0: yeah that's one of the nice things is each light there are those puck lights
1: right so each one you can push the button in the middle and turn it off
0: there's a switch well there's one switch by the bed and that turns on the three lights over the bed and then there is the main lighting switch
1: it's not a switch though
0: yeah it's a button there's a main light <laughs> button right and that brings us to the next thing we really dig There's a brand new control panel on this trailer that controls all the lights and the pumps and the water heater. Just all of that, right? I mean, no surprise there, except this control panel has a motion sensor on it. So as you walk by, or if you wave your hand in front of it, all the control panel lighting comes on so you can see tank levels and what is turned on and what is not turned off.
1: Right, so it's very easy to see. And the buttons are, you know, they're the like soft touch flat buttons and they each have what they are. So when it lights up, you can see the lettering and stuff of what it is, but it's not on all the time. It's only on if you walk up to it and wake it up.
0: Which is really cool. But then you can also control all that stuff with an app on your phone. There's a WeRV app. It even shows your tank levels and all of that right on the app. It's really convenient. And now I know I've heard a few people say, well, if the phone's in your pocket, what if you open a slide? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the way it works is first you have to turn on, you have to come in the trailer and turn a light on and that activates the app. So now you can open the awning or open the slide or close the slide, that sort of thing with the app on the phone
1: so you could but not when it's in motion
0: yeah you can't be driving down the street and have you know how your hind end can make a phone call well it cannot open a slide when you're driving
1: down the street so no but one day but one day tony was outside and i said i i said did the battery just die what just happened what happened (laughs) well his pocket turned off all the interior lights and yeah. all of a sudden behind him put in her here. in the dark <laughs> so it's possible to push buttons but it's not going to open a slide while you're driving i guess he could have accidentally closed the slide but it would have made a noise and he would have noticed <laughs>
0: yeah absolutely so we we really like that app a lot
1: plus i think it's harder to actually accidentally open the slide because you have to hold the button down the entire time Whereas a light switch you just push it on off on you know, it's right. not a hold it down kind of thing.
0: Yeah, it's really a pretty elegant solution. Yeah. So so those are all the things we we love about the camper. But in a uh, nod to Matt Foxcroft and Matt's R V reviews, we also have three things we'd like to change.
1: Yeah, and there are only three, right? Yeah. They're just it's pretty small amount of things it's fairly minor but these are things that i would like to to see thought about a little bit more
0: well the first is right by the roadside on the roadside of the bed there is a new usb port that has both usb 2.0 and usb c which is really slick so you can charge phones and whatnot and it has like i say usb c and 2.0 that's the plus. Yeah. The minus is there is a green light that you can see from outer space yeah, on it's, this thing. Yeah,
1: big LED light that lights up the whole camper at night. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, oh, I was we went to Target today. I should have bought some black nail polish because I'm going to solve that problem. By. the same way you somehow. cover the check engine light on your you know your hoopty <laughs> ride well i'm gonna use that same technology to cover this green led but <laughs> i've seen other campers with this same usb port and it's like come on rv industry we, we don't need lights at night i mean they've done such a good job with that control panel going off mm-hmm. but then right by the bed there's an led big yep. old bright one
1: so right now our solution is to put a stocking cap <laughs> propped up against the light yeah, over Yeah,
0: it can go and, and rob the liquor store because it's wearing a stocking right. cap.
1: <laughs> Another thing that I would like to see thought about a little bit more is where the propane, as Josh calls it, the cooker hooker. Yeah. There is a propane quick connect that, you know, th- so... On the outside of the camper is the railing that you can put the stand that holds the griddle. Yeah. Right? And then there's a hose that you attach to the griddle and you attach to the quick connect that's under the camper.
0: Yeah, it's under the skirting. It's like attached to to the frame, frame.
1: which makes sense, but it takes two hands to quick connect. I don't know if you've ever used a quick connect, but you can't do that one-handed. And it's so far... It's so deep underneath the trailer, it's like arm's length. So I have to be on my knees and get both of my hands at arm's length, which means I'm resting my head against the trailer so I don't fall over forward.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is a, if I ever see her do that, I will be sure to post a video of Peggy falling on her keister. When trying to do the propane cooker, it's not cooker the keister.
1: I fall forward, and I've done that enough oh, times. Oh, that happened in Roswell. <laughs> we don't want that again. on my face enough. Thank you very much. Yeah,
0: no thanks. So it's it's pretty dug on inconvenient. We really like the flat top griddle that they include and the yeah. little table that slot into a railing on the side. Mm-hmm. But we don't like where the cooker hooker is. Right. Blah. The next one is the Peggy change that is both a thumbs up and a thumbs down.
1: Right. So I said that the cabinets in the slide out have wider doors, which is fantastic. And those doors used to have hinges at the bottom and they would just open, you know, at the top and then they'd, the door would be kind of hanging down from the bottom of the cabinet. Well, now they're hinged at the top, which seems like a fantastic idea, but they don't stay up. Yeah. So it's another thing where you need if you need two hands to get whatever you're getting out of the cabinet, you need a third hand to hold that door up. So that's a little bit inconvenient. Again, I use my head a lot.
0: <laughs> that's using your head. <laughs> that's
1: using my head. So I would like to see something to make those, like, I don't know if it's the t- tighter hinges or one of those little, what do you call them, that holds... Like, the, like a
0: strut of some strut, sort.
1: Yeah, some kind of a strut that would hold it up. On vintage campers, you know, the cabinets would open up like that, but they had like a, a bar and then a pin. So when you got it all the way open, you just slide that bar onto that pin and it held it up and then you just release it and push it down. Even that, you know, let's go retro. Yeah, <laughs> let's just, yeah, sometimes Do something so that the cabinet the wheel, stays open.
0: The wheel was already round enough.
1: Yeah. So. That's it
0: for the things we'd like to see changed on this trailer. Right, and it's not
1: like we're going to throw it away for those things. (laughs) (laughs) I would
0: would hope not. They're
1: fairly minor inconveniences, but, you know. Yeah,
0: little. well, when you get so much of it right, the little things that... Right. You know, it's sort of like I describe having a hangnail, right? Your whole body is feeling good, but you have that hangnail, and that's all you think about. That's right. There you go. Those are the hangnails of the the trailer. (laughs) Well, that's it. That's the story. And oh, guess what? We did a video with this same thing. So we will put a link to that and a written story. And so you can see us showing you these things or, you know, we're right here on the podcast as always. Speaking of see us, we'd really love to see you if you happen to be in Quartzsite, Arizona from January 21st through the 29th. As that's when the Quartzsite Sports Vacation and RV Show is.
1: That's right. Come by and say hi to us. There's a big tent. You can hardly miss it if you're driving through town. It's a giant white tent. And that is where the action will be, the RV Show. And not just inside the tent, but all the way around the tent in the midway. And that's where we'll be in the seminar tent. So there will be a series of seminars. And we will be helping ABC show off a power package system.
0: So come on by. We're there the whole time, uh, open to close all 10 days of the show or 9 days or whatever it is. All those days. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 21st to the 29th, I can't add. So there you go. Well, what happens when you're not at the Big Ten?
1: Well, so there are a lot of things to see in Quartzsite. And we've talked about this before, but... Some things that we keep hearing about and never get a chance to do are riding a camel.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And
1: also, so I've known about quartzite for many, many, many years because in my geology student days, a bunch of us would sometimes hop in the car and just drive from Southern California to quartzite for the Gem and Mineral Show. And we have not really had an opportunity to spend time at the Gem and Mineral Show before because we, it seems like we're always on too tight of a schedule and we've never really been in town long enough to do that. So we are going to have a little bit of extra time this week in Quartzite and I'm going to go and hang out at the Gem and Mineral Show for a day. Maybe I'll find out about riding a camel. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you'll be doing the Humpty Dance. I might be doing the, the Humpty Dance. dance do the hum- <laughs> oh, man. I, I shouldn't sing. But <laughs> some people say I don't sing. So there you go.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, so we went to Trader Joe's and we found these zigzag squash fries. As you know, we've been trying to watch what we eat. Right. But, you know... Well, we watch ourselves eat healthy stuff and not-so-healthy right, stuff. Right, exactly. But these were pretty healthy. So we got these zigzag squash fries.
1: Yeah, they're butternut squash. They're called butternut squash zigzags, and they're like crinkle-cut fries. Tony puts them in a little frying pan with some oil and some seasoning, and, mm, man, it's, you know, we have been trying not to eat french fries for the last year, and well, I I'm better French at that. Fries. I'm better at that than Tony is because he love loves French, French fries. I love
0: potatoes. But
1: this is a really good alternative for us as a side dish to have crinkle cut butter, butternut squash French fries. <laughs> well, <laughs> the <laughs> secret
0: that I've found to cooking those, well, you could air fry them, which is not a bad thing. So if you have an Correct. air fryer, yeah. there you go. So from Savory Spice Shop, which I've talked about before, I use a hickory smoke salt on them and then they really are extra good if you can fry them in a, a blood orange infused olive oil which mm-hmm. we got from chase water olive oil company in northern california that's the top of the top but even if you just fry them in
1: a little bit of olive oil a little bit of
0: olive oil mm-hmm. or maybe butter and and some salt they're still good but that's the way to really give them the zippity doodah <laughs> so there you go
1: So, you know, we spent some time at the FMCA rally last week, and we're going to spend some time shopping at the (laughs) (laughs) Quartzite (laughs) Harvey. Yeah, we always buy (laughs) stuff from the vendors. We just love shopping at all the vendors, and at the FMCA show, we got a few things that we're going to be talking about over the next few weeks but the first one is called the solution
0: it's (laughs) It's a cleaning product they say it's waterless but of course there's water in it
1: but you don't need to like use gallons and gallons of water you know like if you in the old days let's say you wash your car you hose it all down then you use soapy water and then you rinse it all down and it's that takes a tremendous amount of water.
0: Yeah, and then there are plenty of places that say don't wash your rig here. Right. So this thing is just in one of those spray bottles and you can spray your RV or your car or whatever. So you have two rags and we bought more microfiber rags from almost heaven, of course.
1: Of course. But
0: we, you know, you spritz the car or RV and wipe it with one rag that has some water on it so this rag is dampened. And then you go immediately after and dry it. So you can do sections of your RV if you don't feel like doing the whole thing in one day, or you know just a portion of your car, whatever it is. So you don't have to do the whole thing at once. And you can use a pole so you could clean off a portion of your RV, like the higher parts with a pole. It really is easy, and even if the campground says, you know, no wash in the RV, well, this is just kind of spritzing it off, Yeah. so you're not spraying a bunch of water, which helps, you know, let's face it, a lot of the country, well, especially the West Coast here, there's still a drought, although I know some of you have been getting absolutely drenched.
1: Oh, yes. uh, And
0: our heart goes out to you, if, if that's you. But I tried doing part of the truck, and it really worked out well the one caveat is don't use it on a brand new
1: vehicle <laughs> with
0: like a clear coat so i have to wait on the trailer
1: but also don't use it on solar panels
0: yeah so i asked them you know they're like oh this is a great cleaner
1: so it's a polymer it's yeah it's not a wax like we're used to you know washing and then waxing this is a polymer
0: yeah so apparently over time it builds up and makes your rig less susceptible to like bugs sticking to it and that kind of thing Uh it improves the surface over time that's the the theory right and it's easy to do There's no residue or anything like that. But I asked them, I'm like, oh, well, if it's such a good cleaner and protectant, should I spray the solar panels? And they said, no, because it'll reduce about a third of the sun coming to them and and that's kind of not what you want
1: it's not what you want on a solar panel it's what you want on your vehicle's finish to protect it from the sun
0: yeah so in theory it also helps protect all the stickers if you have stickers on your rv and and all that we'll see you know we will have it for a good while and give it a try and see how it works right but what was a bottle like 25 bucks and
1: yeah something
0: like that i sprayed the whole front of the truck and it doesn't can't even tell, yeah, I used can't it. tell i used any so
1: if oh. you're in courtside and you don't get to see us first if you see the booth and RVers' friend yeah that's who we bought this from
0: yeah they had some neat stuff that we bought from them anyway that's a uh, cleaning spray that makes it easier to clean your rig if that's something you want to do yes Well, every week we ask a question of the week, and last week we exercised our option on questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and a lot of you really did work out some answers. Oh my
1: heavens. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was really pleased with getting a lot of answers, a lot of e-bikes, a lot of hiking, a lot of walking around the campground and taking your dogs for a walk. Now, Julie, she's got my hike in mind. She says usually her trail is from the camper to the chair by the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: sounds good to me.
1: Yeah. We had several people say that their favorite exercise is 12-ounce curls. Of course, Brian pointed (laughs) out that they're lightweights and they need to go up to 16 ounces. Oh. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Of course, I said e-bikes and hiking. I'm reading through them. So swimming. Michael likes to go swimming. And Jamie does one sit-up a day, half to sit up in bed in the morning and the other half to lay down in bed at night.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hmm, some of you guys are on the same exercise yeah. routine as we are. Although, But, but we said rode, that they
1: also do like to hike.
0: Yeah, we rode the heck out of our bikes last week or right. this week. So
1: Kirby said that they recently joined the e-bike world, so their only walking is going to be changing soon. We have a kick scooter out there. And Joanne, Joanne said her exercise is getting up on the bed, getting up on the bed, and researching stuff like, you know, the back of her eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> we have a Peloton in your RV. Well, maybe the Peloton app. Maybe that's. I don't know, maybe you can use that when you're traveling. I don't, I never have been interested in a Peloton.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, I didn't weigh in, but Ah. I really like the Apple Fitness Plus app. I use that to do like easy exercises actually in the camper and the watch tells you, you know, oh, you've burned this many calories and blah, blah, blah. So I will weigh in with that even though it's not in the Fun and Friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group.
1: Well, it will be maybe by the time you hear this. Yeah, perhaps. I also wanted to point out that, you know, we always say go to the fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group to read the answers and answer these questions. But also, if you have a question you want to ask, and I wanted to point out that Larry asked about mosquito mitigation.
0: Oh, yeah. And that was a
1: great question, Larry. Thank you for asking that. And there are some good answers in there. We, of course, as Tony answered, we use
0: the Thermocell. Oh, man. Use, that Yeah, that thing is
1: the thermocell. He put a link to our article about that. So thank you, Larry, for asking that question. And again, I encourage people to come in. I've seen Larry ask a few questions. So I love that you guys are getting active in there and talking to each other and answering my questions and answering and asking your own questions. Yeah,
0: yeah. it's a great place where people have remained very friendly. And that's how we're going to keep it.
1: And this week's question.
0: This week's question. We got to hang out with Tom and Marilyn at the FMCA show last week. It was great meeting them and and spending time. Tom has done a pretty good job with the solar in his own mini light. (laughs) She had a really good question because they spend a good amount of time on the road. How do you deal with your home while you're on the road you know if you have a sticks and bricks and you're not a full-time traveler how do you deal with the home like one of the examples she brought up is lawn mowing or someone checking on the home so any good tips you might have on dealing with your residents while you're on the road well we hope you share them there i think that's a it's a very legitimate question
1: indeed And as we just said, you can answer that question or any question of the week at our fun and friendly Stressless Camping Podcast Facebook group.
0: (laughs) Yep. And did you know we do a once a week newsletter, which is free? It's got links to stories and videos and podcasts that will help you get the most out of your Stressless Camping experience.
1: Just visit the website and you can sign up for the newsletter on the bottom of any page. And please know that we do not ever, ever, ever share your information. We use that information to send you one email a week, and that's it.
0: Yeah, I'm too lazy to do more than that. (laughs) You will find show notes for this episode, episode 186, on the podcast page at StresslessCamping.com. And know that we've got a little tool that transcribes these episodes now, so all the show notes will be there. They're done by automated tool, so sometimes some of the translations are a little funny, but <laughs> we're working on it. And while you're on our website...
1: Don't forget to check out the deals and discounts page for the best deals on things you need for your stress camping adventure.
0: Yeah, and if you have a great deal for our audience, let us know. Please. Oh, but do know that we are very particular about what goes in our discounts and deals, and we have to think the product is awesome or service.
1: Correct. And, you know, we are in all the social places. So if you've looked at all the pages on (laughs) StresslessCamping.com and you want to go to Facebook or Instagram or whatever, the top right has all the little blue logos and you can jump off to all the other places that we are. And if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, it's free! It's free to subscribe on any podcast app, and we are saving you a seat around our virtual campfire.
0: Yeah, and did you know that if you post a review, particularly on Apple Podcasts, that helps others find us, and, well, that just means more listeners, and we can... Try to work people for better discounts and things like that. So, <laughs> your reviews are very welcome and really mean a lot to us, both emotionally <laughs> and uh, from the podcast. And if you have friends who might enjoy this podcast, let us know. But if you let have people, know. right, if you have friends <laughs> who might enjoy this podcast, well, heck, let them know. And if you have people you don't like,
1: heck, let, let them know. Anyway. Yeah, let
0: them know because. <laughs> It'll either annoy them or they'll like it.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what we have for you this week. We sincerely hope to see you in Quartzsite for the Quartzsite Sports Vacation and RV Show. Thank you again for being here with us week after week. We really appreciate the opportunity to serve you. And most of all,
1: happy happy camping. camping.
0: We hope you learned a lot and had some fun, and got some tips for your next stress-less camping adventure. We're honored by your reviews on Apple Podcasts, which helps others find us too. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss out on the adventure, and we look forward to your joining us next week. Until then, happy camping! We'd really love to say hi to you if you happen to be in Quartzsite (laughs) or...